So if you want to infuse your personality in your copy, then sometimes as business owners, we're not exactly sure what our personality is, or there's like, uh, you know, we're, we're in a fight with ourselves. Like, you know, do I want to be my true self or do I want to be who I think people want me to be or mm. how I should be as a business owner? And so if you're not even sure about that, your copy is, you know, if you're trying to write in your, with your personality and you're having a battle within yourself, then it's going to be challenging. Welcome to the She Shines podcast with your hosts, brand photographer and serial entrepreneur, Anna Laura, and super proud career woman with a passion for entrepreneurship, Alex. Tune in for some connection, community, and girl talk. Plus, join their conversations with other entrepreneurs and professionals who've been there, built that, and are paying it forward. They'll take your burning questions and turn them into actionable steps with a glass of champagne in hand. Here we go. You know that you have all of the skills to help your clients achieve their desired results. Your social proof is there. Your community is growing. However, if you're completing launch copy sins, like throwing together copy at the last minute, rushing through the process of hiring a copywriter, and hating every word, putting off your launch until you finally find time to write your copy, you're selling yourself short. Yes. Good copy gives you money in the bank and a whole lot of save time and energy. So treat it like the star of your lunch that it is and make sure it gets that Queen Bay treatment. So Quiana Darden is here. She is the founder of The Right Choice. That's W-R-I-T-E. And The Right Choice is a launch copywriting agency which helps coaches and service providers who sell high ticket offers launch and rebrand with authentic conversion copy. And for the record, everything we just said was straight from Quiana's homepage <laughs> because who could write an intro better than this copywriting queen herself, okay? And mm. wasn't it just so good? I just, I love it. I love it. Anytime you can throw in Beyonce level treatment, like into, you know, mm-hmm. you know that's our language. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she really is just so awesome. And we know that you're going to learn so much from this episode. So we're going to get into how your launch copy can produce better sales results, what to do before writing any copy, copywriting mistakes that you can avoid so you actually see sales and so much more. So let's go on ahead and dive into this episode. Welcome back to the She Shines podcast. We are so honored to be here with Kriana Darden, founder of The Right Choice, and we are pumped to talk all things copywriting today. Kriana, say hello to everyone. Hi, everyone. Thank y'all for having me. Oh, we are so excited to dive into all things copywriting, like Alex said. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is something that our community and as well as ourselves, <laughs> yes. uh, we are just very excited to learn more about. But before we dive into that, we would love to learn more about your background. Like what made you take the leap into entrepreneurship and specifically copywriting and kind of this, this evolution that you've been on? Yeah. So it was back in 2017. So Quick and dirty answer, what led me to um, entrepreneurship is my daughter. I have a seven-year-old daughter. Back in 2013, I was an elementary school teacher, um, and I realized my daughter was getting older, and she was about to go to school, and I said, I want to homeschool her instead of sending her to school, so how am I going to get out of the classroom 
and, um, you know, work for myself full time so that I can homeschool her. And I tried tons of different businesses, just like testing different things out. A lot of things were not working for me. Um, and then I came across virtual assisting, like being a virtual assistant. I did that for a bit. And I realized that I loved all of the writing projects that I did for my clients. Mm-hmm. And I know the importance of like choosing a niche and focusing on one thing. So instead <laughs> of being a virtual, like a general virtual assistant to like everyone, I said, I'm just going to be at that time, a content writer. So I wrote blog posts, eBooks, those types of things, more informational content. And over time, I had clients who would ask me if I also offered copywriting. And I said, not really, but I can try. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And so as I was like testing it out, I never offered it like saying I do copywriting. Um, But I kind of tested it out and I learned about it because copywriting always intrigued me. And I knew that it was very different than content marketing. And I didn't want to put myself out there as like a Like, you know, I'm an expert copywriter. That's really Mm -hmm. not my expertise. Um, So I took the time to learn about copywriting, to take copywriting courses and, you know, Mm -hmm. all the things. And then as I did more copywriting projects, I found that it was really something I was really, really good at. And this year, um, 2021, I decided to focus solely on copywriting, um, which is when I went from being a content marketing writer to a copywriter. I launched The Right Choice, which is my copywriting business. And now we're here today. Yeah, that is amazing. I absolutely love that story, specifically when you said that, you know, while you were a VA, you were taking the time to listen to your clients and really hear what they were asking. Mm-hmm. I think that's often something we overlook. Like we think we know what our clients want and need, but you really listened and you were being asked to do more copywriting. And so you're like, let me, let me just see, let me try this on for size. And then you really dove in. So I, I think that's amazing. And a great takeaway for anyone out there. If if you're being asked about something repeatedly, chances are mm-hmm. you're already probably pretty good at it. Um, and there's a need for it. Yes. I also really love to how you took the time to invest in your craft. Like mm-hmm. you realize like, okay, I'm into this copywriting thing. Like, how can I learn more? How can I be the best that I could be, you know, with yeah. the skills and knowledge that I have. And I think we, we find that a lot of times with our community members are in the same place. Like maybe they have found something they they've dove in a little bit and it's like, okay, to get to that next level, which can be scary. I'm sure mm-hmm. you can remember, but taking that step to actually invest in your business and say, okay, you know, I, I know, I know some of it, I don't know all of it. <laughs> so I need a little bit of help. So thank you for, for bringing that up. Cause you know, we're big believers. It's so important to invest in your, in yourself and, and your business. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the right choice. Can you tell us the mission of the right choice and, um, the type of clients that you currently serve? So we primarily serve coaches and service providers, um, course creators, consultants who launch high ticket offers who are selling high ticket offers. So they're launching or rebranding something that costs, you know, a thousand dollars more because our focus is on how to sell those high ticket offers um, while also, while having copy that is authentic, you know, to their voice and also obviously converts. Um, so our mission is to help our clients, which are primarily women, um, you know, take that copywriting task off of their plate so that they can focus on launching or rebranding or, you know, putting this offer out without having to also spend hours upon hours upon hours <laughs> writing their own copy or trying to teach themselves to be a copywriter. Yes, so we're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> it can be so tough um, if copy, if writing copy is just not your thing. 
And then if it's not your thing, you're trying to make it your thing. Um, (laughs) Often it's not going to get you the results that you want. So it's just, you know, for us to allow our clients to feel empowered, to go into their launch, feeling confident with their copy. That is our mission. Oh, confident with your copy. That sounds like a breath of fresh air (laughs) because I know over the last year or so, Alex and I, we've both been trying to grow more in our own copywriting skills, Um, but it is so hard. So yes, writing copy with confidence and like confidently putting something out there, especially during a launch, I can see how you know, how needed that is. Cause we've both experienced that. I'm sure you yeah. listening, you've experienced how <laughs> hard that is. So we're excited to dive in to really learn how your launch copy can produce better sales, better sales results. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we serve here at she shines multi-passionate entrepreneurs. So they've got a lot going on different roles, different passions in their life. How would you recommend with so many different um, aspects and facets of their life that they add in their own personality to copy while still driving sales without confusing clients? Yeah, that's a really good question because that personality piece is really important, um, which is why like for us, it's so important to make sure that we're writing authentic copy for our clients. Um, So if you want to infuse your personality in your copy, then it's important to first identify what exactly is your personality. Sometimes um, as business owners, we're not exactly sure what our personality is, or there's like a, uh, you know, we're, we're in a fight with ourselves. Like, you know, do I want to be my true self or do I want to be who I think people want me to be or mm. how I should be as a business owner? And so if you're not even sure about that, your copy is, you know, if you're trying to write in your, with your personality and you're having a battle within yourself, then it's going to be challenging. So really, first of all, just making sure that you're clear about what your personality is. Um, I didn't like, we have a, um, like a new client questionnaire and part of our process, we ask questions like, what phrases do you use? What words do you use? What words do you avoid? You know, if you're not a pop culture reference type of person, then don't try to incorporate pop culture references into your copy because it's not going to resonate. It's not going to be authentic. Um, if you curse and that is just how you speak and if on your webinars and on your sales calls or whatever, you curse and incorporate the curse words because that's how you speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just whatever's authentic to you, just incorporate that. If you're super funny, um, then do that. Like I wrote in my copy once, I said like heebie-jeebies. Like mm-hmm. that's like a super nerdy, like corny word, but I'm a little nerdy and corny. So I'm going to create some of that in my copy because that's just who I am. So I think that's definitely a way to incorporate your personality. Um, but also do that in a way where you are, because we need to make sure it's also driving sales we're incorporating those best uh, copywriting practices as well. So you just, you follow the copywriting best practices, but you also just incorporate your personality by sharing, you know, who you are and how you speak to your audience. Yes. This I love that. Such good advice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such good advice. Yes. And I know when it comes to copywriting for She Shine specifically, like Alex and I, while we, we often say we share a brain, (laughs) the way we speak is also totally different as well. Like Alex is so good at using those pop culture references and things and like quotes from movies and things and just like everyday vernacular. And I am not, I would definitely fall into like the heebie-jeebie category uh, quite a bit. And so it's, it's so funny writing copy for she shines and typically like you can tell really probably if you sat down and read our stuff, like who wrote what, um, And yeah, I think that makes sense too, because there's two people running the account. You know, I think it should reflect 
the both of us, we're, we're having like a meeting right now. <laughs> Kriana has brought some stuff up, but no, I think you make a good point, you know, especially mm-hmm. if there are multiple business owners, right. Who, who are running the business, like, is there just one person going to be responsible for the copy or are you going to infuse both of the personalities or the multiple personalities, you know? And I, I think we've gotten definitely better over time. And like Annalore said, you can definitely like read a caption and be like, oh, well, maybe Alex wrote this or Annalore wrote this. And it makes sense because Annalore is from the South too. I'm from New York City. So if you see a y'all somewhere, it's Annalore. <laughs> if you see a like, yes, we got you, boo. Like, you know, it's me. So I, I really love that you said that, you know, identify your personality. and and just lean into that with your Mm. copy authentically. (laughs) All right. Love this. Oh man. Juices are flowing now. Let's go. We are red day. So tell us what are like maybe a few, like one to two important things that we need to look for during that market research phase before we start writing any launch copy. So with all of our clients, we are big on market research before you start, but even before you start like thinking of an offer, like let's, <laughs> let's scale it back and let's do some research to see if people yeah. want this. But let's say we're in the market research phase. We, we have an idea of the offer that we're getting ready to launch. Um, what are some things that we need to look for um, when, when we're thinking of the copy around that launching? Yeah. So what does your audience really want? You know, if you're thinking about your offer, what do they really want? Because ultimately they're, whatever the offer is, they are trying to achieve some type of a transformation from where they are. They're trying to get from point A to point B or Z or wherever they're trying to go. Mm -hmm. So where are they? Because your copy has to touch on those pain points. I don't believe in like dumping on your clients and like just making it seem like their world is the worst thing ever. And you're like the, Mm -hmm. you know, the savior. Some people I think go overboard with the pain points. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You do need to make sure that you can hit on these things, excuse me, on those pain points. And then also, highlight your business as the solution that will allow them to get to the transformation. So your market research definitely should incorporate um, knowing exactly where they are in their lives and their businesses, and then also where they want to be. That's a really important part of market research. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, also you want to consider the different parts of your, of your audiences. So you have like your cold audience, Um, These are people who maybe have never heard of you. They may need copy in a different way Mm -hmm. than someone who, um, you know, you may also speak with, because we're thinking about funnels. So if we're thinking top of the funnel, those are people who've never heard of you. So that might be people who find you on a Facebook ad or something like that. So you want to think about what do those cold audience people feel about their transformation, feel about their pain points? How can you speak to them? Because you want to speak to them in a certain way at the top of your funnel. Once you get down to the bottom of your funnel, which is like your email sequence and you're kind of like going in and you're selling, then how do those people need to be spoken to once they've already gone through your business and they know you and then now they are thinking about purchasing. So you want to also speak to like your warm audience, which is people who are already in your community. Um, And then you also want to speak to people who are, who have already purchased from you. If this is an offer that people have bought and maybe you're just, you know, refreshing the copy or something like that. Why do they purchase from you? What was really important? So you're speaking to the cold audience, your warm audience, and like your past slash current clients of whatever offer you have. Um, And you're incorporating all of their feedback into different parts of your sales copy, depending on if it's top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel. Mm. This is so good. I've never thought of your funnel 
like that before, mm-hmm. but it's, it makes so much sense. You know, the way you would talk to a new acquaintance at a party versus your best friend hanging out, like watching Bravo, drinking wine would probably be at least a little different. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we, we always say like, <laughs> my uh, husband's parents told, or excuse me, my husband told his parents when we first met, like, she wants to know you just not all at once. (laughs) Um, and I think that might be true too. It it comes to your copywriting too. Like people want to know who you are and like know your personality, maybe not all at once. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes like, maybe they're just not ready for all of the information. Like they, like maybe at the top, just to get their, get their attention, they need to know these, you know, highlights. And then as you get them into your funnel and they're learning more, and then you can go into like the granular details, but like, Mm -hmm. what are those most important things to get their attention? And then you can incorporate more things as you go along. I'm so glad you said that because Anna, Laura, and I joke that we are always doing the most. (laughs) Like, We just want to help. So we're like, here, here's this and this piece of information and this piece of information, this piece of information. And it really makes sense to kind of like breadcrumb it out, right? Like you don't have to give it all away at once. Um, and, and paying attention to where people are right in your funnel is going to make a difference in terms of what kind of copy you're using and how much information you're sharing with them. So thank you, Kuyana, for, mm-hmm. <laughs> for this yes. desperate, uh, she shines meeting that we needed about our copy. So <laughs> we didn't actually know that we were going to get like, I, I feel like it's <laughs> private coaching for, for us, but it's also, you're getting to listen in on, <laughs> on this too. Yes. <laughs> you only thought it was a podcast. Um, <laughs> So, you know, obviously Alex and I feel, and and you listening, most likely we aren't experts in copywriting. We've admitted this, we know this, we've made every mistake and then some, and probably (laughs) there's more to do, but what would you say are the three most common mistakes that you see just like on a daily basis with your clients and, and also like, what should we avoid doing? Like, what are the three mistakes to avoid? Yeah. So one I would say is just not highlighting how your offer is not taking your clients through or potential clients, potential customers through the journey. So again, like I mentioned earlier, they are here. They want to, they are at point A, they want to be at point C. Are you highlighting how your offer is going to get them there? So I think that sometimes in copywriting, we focus on the problem or we focus on the transformation, but we don't always, or we focus on our offer but we're not bringing the three together. So you need to focus on, you need to incorporate the pain point, incorporate the transformation and where they want to be, and also incorporate your offer as that solution. So making sure that you incorporate those three parts in your copy. Um, Also, sometimes just not speaking directly to them. I think you want to say like, like I'm speaking directly to you. I'm not speaking to everybody. So saying things like you and, you know, making it feel like it's a one-on-one conversation, not, hey, I'm speaking to, all the thousands of people who I want to read my sales page or email sequence. So just trying to make it very like conversational as much as possible. Same way that you would just speak to someone if you were having a sales call or, you know, just chatting with them about your offer. Um, and then another one to, I would be another one to avoid um, or mistake. I would say is not incorporating your story in mm. your copy. I think your story is so important. 
And you don't have to like give your whole life story away, but <laughs> definitely make sure that you incorporate like, what is your brand story? What is that thing that mm-hmm. you're going to share over and over in your copy? Obviously not in every single piece of your copy, but in general, mm-hmm. you should have an overall brand story. And you can incorporate that certain stories into your email sequences. You can incorporate yeah. certain stories into your sales pages, into your uh, social media copy. Um, and so it's kind of a way of branding your company. Obviously, it's like a brand story. And it's something that um, helps people to connect better than just like sharing information. It's more personable. And people connect with people who they like or they feel a connection to. So um, that is one way to like bring that connection through your copy. Yeah, you bring up such a good point because at least I think, Anna Laura, like we talk, I think we talk about our story all the time, but I cannot tell you how many times we get on a podcast with someone or get to record a TV show or we're doing a discovery call and someone asks us, well, how did you guys meet? I'm like, what? We talk about this all the time, (laughs) but maybe we're not talking about it enough because I think maybe in our heads, we think it's enough, but like you said, you know, really sharing your story as part of your brand. And so again, thank you for this coaching session (laughs) (laughs) because that's something we definitely have to do more is, is talk about our story and how we met in the the DM. So, um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Let's chat a little bit. Um, we just have like last, last few questions for you. Um, we we've talked a lot about, um, infusing your personality within your copy, right? Some things to look for during the market research phase before you're launching, that's going to help drive sales. We've talked about those copywriting mistakes that we need to avoid, but how do we actually get confident with our copy. You know, most of our community members, Anna Laura and myself included, we don't have any like formal writing experience, right? We don't have any formal sales or business experience. So um, what what would your advice be to those listening, how to actually gain some confidence with writing their own copy? I think to gain confidence, the more you do it, the more confident you'll become. So practice. Mm -hmm. Um, practice your writing, go through the steps. So like learn processes. Um, so that might be and one of the things that made me more confident in copywriting was investing in, you know, programs to talk copywriting, um, to learn those copywriting best practices. Um, ooh, I would not recommend that you just like, so I think it's good to look at other people's copy and see how they formulate their copy and things like that. But also making sure that you don't just like copy and paste someone else's copy and just like change a few words. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's definitely not a way to boost your confidence. Um, (laughs) And it usually doesn't get you like the best results either, but I definitely recommend sometimes you can purchase templates where you can, um, you know, listen to uh, videos where people are sharing about copywriting. So just learn copywriting and then practice it in your business. And then see how it goes. You'll gain more confidence the more that you do it. Absolutely. As with anything, honestly, in life or with business, like practice definitely makes perfect, but it eases the process too. whenever you do make those investments or you, you learn from a mentor, whatever it is, hire a professional. If you are able to outsource, we would love to know for, from you, do you, do you have, or know of any resources that could help entrepreneurs and small business owners with copywriting? Um, off the top of my head, I know there's like Marissa Corcoran, I think as a copywriter, um, she had a really cool, um, 
like series that she recently did, which is like the coffee chat. Um, mm-hmm. And that I, um, I invested in like recordings for that because it was really helpful for me. Um, because even though I've been writing now for years, it's just helpful to always sometimes just hear different perspectives about copywriting and mm-hmm. hear different strategies and things like that. She's one who I would recommend because her um, the information that she provided was really good. I can't think of any more off the top of my head. I do know that's something I'm going to start offering. Um, not a shameless plug, but <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, shameless plug, plug away, plug it away, plug, plug, plug. Just because I know that I serve a lot of clients who are ready to hire. But, you know, the bare minimum to work with us is $3,000 for a VIP day. And there are so many business owners who are not ready to hire and pay $3,000 for copy or who just don't want to or don't want to do it on a regular basis. And they need those like foundational skills. So I'm going to be my my own business coach actually recommended that I do this, which is offer a few um, trainings on like how to write a sales page with templates and everything, how to write an email sequence with mm-hmm. you know, the sales training and everything, how to write all these different types of copy. Um, So I'm excited because I'm going to be putting together a little like copy resource library. Um, Oh my goodness. Please keep um, us posted on that. Yes. You'll have to let us know. Yeah, I will. Amazing. So in the meantime, where can we follow along and connect with you so that we are sure to know when this drops? Because I know Alex and I, we're we're literally sitting on pins and needles, just waiting for this. (laughs) Um, I, I, I am most active on Instagram, which is Quiana A. Darden, um, on Instagram. That is the best place to reach out to me or to keep up with what's going on. Perfect. We will link everything in the show notes, Quiana's information, the Marissa Corcoran resources for copywriting, like go to the show notes and stock all of the things. And so let's get into our rapid fire she shines question round. So imagine you're getting ready to get coffee. Someone is like, oh, that's Kiana Darden. I got her. I'm part of her. This is the future. I'm part of her copywriting resource library. Uh, I can't wait to buy her a coffee because I have a few questions for her. So first question, what is your favorite way to connect with new clients? Facebook groups. Mm. I love yeah. on Facebook groups because I just like getting in Facebook groups and just talking with other business owners. Yeah. And it's usually not like specifically to find clients, but it just happens um, because there's so many people who need copy and they're like, oh, you're a copywriter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I so I like connecting with people through Facebook groups because it's, you know, we're just talking about business and then, you know, they identify they have a need and I have a service that can help them. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Her next question is, how can she create community in her life or business? What would be your advice to her? She just talk to people. I, I mean, that's honestly, I'm going to say it's totally not my strong, my strong like suit is like, I'm not a, like a super people person outgoing, like connector. Um, and I'm envious of people who are, but I've found the best way to kind of start building my community. And what I would recommend is just talk to people, put yourself around like-minded individuals who um you feel like you would want to connect with and just Mm -hmm. talk and um go from there yeah that's great advice Mm -hmm. all right her last question before she buys your coffee or tea um she wants to know how do you get your fill of girl talk okay so my mom is like my best friend and she is my girl talk 
buddy. So um, I'm always calling her. She's always calling me or or whatever. Like, I'm surprised she did not interrupt this call. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it always happens. Um, But yeah, that's like how I get my girl talk, like talking to my mom. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. I'm the same way, same way. No shame. I love it. Well, Quiana, thank you so much. You've shared so, I just, a wealth of information that I know Alex and I are excited to dive into more for ourselves. And I know you listening, you have gleaned so much from this. So be sure to hit up Quiana on Instagram, check out her website, see what she's all about and check out the right choice. If you are in need of some more confidence with your copy and copywriting, Um, Quiana, thank you so much for taking the time to come chat with us. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate you. Well, ladies, until next time, keep shining. Thank you so much for joining us on the She Shines podcast. Before you go, be sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Plus, we would love to hear what you enjoyed most. So share a takeaway and be sure to tag us at SheXShines. And lastly, please take a sec to leave a thoughtful review or pass this episode on to someone you feel could use it. Until next time, keep shining. Cheers, girlfriend.